Hey, welcome back to Unsolicited. In our second episode, I wanted to focus on three core themes that I explore in my projects. One is truth, the second is heritage, and the third is ritual. So let's start with truth. My last name is Ontiveros, which means stock of truth when translated from Spanish. When I was a kid, I was so totally obsessed with Sherlock Holmes and all of the Agatha Christie novels. Really anything that had to do with uncovering truth and figuring out who committed the crime, that was for me. Then I went to college and I studied broadcast journalism. I was really interested in being a reporter. And when I look back on it, it's funny to see the way that truth continued as a theme in my interest. That ended up shifting again when I graduated because I started working in documentary television, which was similar, but it was long format. I could tell bigger stories and that was always really interesting to me too. And no matter what I've done over the years, no matter where my career has taken me, I've always really tried to get at the truth of whatever story I'm trying to tell, whoever I'm interviewing, whatever storyline I'm putting together. So even when I'm exploring a fictional story, I'm creating something that isn't true in the sense that it is directly someone's authentic lived experience. I'm still uncovering truth of my characters in my characters. What are their motivations? I'm still trying to get at the truth of every scene and really every piece of dialogue that I write. So let's take Mother of the Ride for an example. It was inspired by real people, so there's truth in that sense. Um, And then I had to take those core truths and then creatively mold them into an entertaining journey. So at the end of the day, no matter how it materializes, one of my ultimate goals is to reveal truth. All right, the second on my list is heritage. I grew up in New Mexico in Albuquerque and my father's family comes from a smaller town in the southern part of the state. A few years ago, I think back in 2018, I started exploring my family heritage in New Mexico. So I took a trip down to Las Cruces and my auntie have started introducing me to so many members of my extended family who I had never met before. So great aunts, some second cousins. I ended up asking them to tell me stories of our family and I took my recorder down to record those stories. Hopefully I'll be able to share some of that with you maybe in the future. Um, But it was really healing and really fulfilling to be able to talk to them about their parents and their parents' parents and all the stories that had been passed down to them about what it was like to grow up in the cotton fields and the alfalfa fields um, and even the chili fields where my family has lived for generations. I actually still have one of my great uncles works his chili farm uh, to this day. And I'm actually really excited for the possibility of being able to finally go down there and make a video um, to help support his business. Hopefully I'll be able to do that soon. That's a little bit about my personal heritage, but when it comes to my work, heritage also comes through. So in every character, you know, they come with a background. They're bringing their heritage with them to your story. So heritage can relate to a character's ethnic background or racial background, and it's probably how you normally think of it. But you can also consider heritage in terms of our life experiences, what we bring to the table that influence the way we speak and act toward people, and ultimately the way the story develops, no matter whether that character is a real life person inspired by a real life person or completely fictional, that character will come with a heritage and bring their heritage to the table. So let me give you an example. Let's say that a character has a memory of something they were told when they were little that stuck with them the rest of their lives. Maybe it even manifested as a limiting belief. That character is going to bring that memory with them to the table, becomes part of the kind of inheritance of their life experience that ends up influencing how they react to other characters in your story. Okay, let's go to the third theme, which is ritual. 
Ritual is really interesting, especially coming out of the pandemic where we've all been challenged to create new rituals to help fulfill us and sustain us through really challenging times. And even before COVID, I've been reading about a lot of research that's come out recently showing that people are engaging in ritual in different ways. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that a growing segment of the population defines themselves as non-religious. You know, religion has historically provided people a lot of the foundation for the ritual of their lives. It really informs how they participate in the world, when they might get up, what they do before sleep, like praying, for example, um, going to the church on weekends, celebrating religious holidays. But as the church becomes less of a focus in people's lives, that's being replaced with new things that you might consider hobbies. So for example, participating in something like spin class can be ritualistic for people, can be as fulfilling for people people as some of the older traditions that we're used to associating with ritual. Eric and I actually made a short film at the beginning of last year that really explored ritual, especially as people were kind of sitting in this fear of what was going to happen with the pandemic, as governments were telling people to stay inside, as the shutdown began, and everyday people woke up asking themselves, is this my real life? I know I did so many times. I ended up coming up with uh, an idea for a video that encouraged people to engage with their community from a distance. And in the act of creating this video, this little short film, we actually lived out the ritual that we were encouraging other people to do with their neighbors. It was really interesting. And if you wanna check it out, I'll put a link in the description of the podcast so you can watch it. And when you watch it, just know that those are our actual neighbors and that is an actual experience that we had with them that we turned into the video. It's really short, it's only like a minute long, but I think it ended up being so well received because it really hit on an emotional string and a chord in people's hearts at the time of something that they were trying to figure out for themselves, how to show up in the world um, and what to do when they couldn't be around people outside of their own household. Here's another fun fact when it comes to ritual. Have you heard this? I read that 25% of millennials, it is estimated, will never be married. And I, when I read that, I thought that was so interesting. In some cultures, in some cultures in Europe, I know that marriage can kind of be a trend that sometimes it's hot and sometimes it's not. Um, but in America, I would really say that marriage has been such a mainstay for how people form families and come together. But millennials are redefining that. And even in Mother of the Ride, again, I explore the importance of that specific ritual, the inheritance of that ritual from one generation to the next and how that might create friction between them. So I'm looking forward to sharing more about that with you soon. And I think that's all I wanted to say about it for now. I just wanted to let you know about the core themes of my work, what's really important to me, the lenses that I see my work through because it really influences how I put it together. You might be wondering how I came up with these themes. Well, I think it was really an evolution of an understanding of myself and just paying attention to the types of things that I was gravitating toward in my life and eventually the themes emerged. It's kind of like finding your voice. There's no easy way to do it. You just have to participate and let it emerge. It's there. I think if you chip away at it, if you explore it, and you give it the time and energy it needs to come forward, it will. All right, thank you for listening. I will see you next time.